So you're listening to this podcast. Maybe you want to make a podcast of your own. Well, Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast direct to Spotify. Everywhere else podcasts are heard as well. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And if you want to take the conversations of your fans to the next level, you can even do Q&As and polls direct through that same feed. Spotify for podcasters. Get it now. What's up, everybody? It's a Monday, and we got a lot of news for you. The Undertaker is back for promotional purposes. Uh, also ratings are back and people are going to argue about who won friday night but i can tell you who won friday night apparently it was wrestling all right so we'll talk about that plus big injuries from free agents in the world of wrestling the rock the rock is on the docket today as well hit that like button share that link we got a lot of big news the undertaker yeah we're talking about him here on today's sports key to wrestling top story of the day. Watch out, watch out, watch out, watch out. Watch out, watch out, watch out indeed. The Undertaker, we'll talk about him today. The Rock and so much more. If you're with us live, go ahead and hammer that like button. Go ahead and tell us about any uh, Halloween-y type things you were doing over the weekend that have some wrestling-related elements you to it. You said weenie. Uh, Maybe maybe drop a link to your Halloween costumes. I've seen a bunch of cool wrestling Halloween costumes here. I'm not alone. Rick Uchino, not Rick Uchipo, uh, minus the mustache. Rick, where's the where did where did that go? Sometimes you just gotta you know start <laughs> over. Uh, outmatching you with facial hair. I'll match <laughs> both of us with facial hair. Is one Jeremy Bennett? Yeah, I have yet to start over as you can <laughs> in, in, in Nebraska. There, Jeremy has no neck. He just has beard. <laughs> don't, don't worry, everybody. Mustacheless Rick cannot harm you. Also, mustacheless Rick. Yeah, and then, uh, we, and then we have the diehards with us, uh, what, saying, "Watch out! Watch out! Watch out! What's going on here?" Old, um, old Kev thought Kev thought uh, Rick was pulling off the Michael Cole there for a minute. But... <laughs> I thought he had a little bit of the soul pack, but no. <laughs> <laughs> this, this <could> be <laughs> a bad look for me. A, a little bit of coleslaw there on the chin. I will uh, also never get rid of this ever, 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 because then I'll look like Otis. All right, let's bring it home, boys. Let's bring it home here. What's this news on The Undertaker? Throw up that graphic, and let's talk about The Undertaker being brought out for WrestleMania marketing season. Let's be specific about that. WrestleMania marketing season. News coming out today. WWE announcing a big on-sale event for WrestleMania in the greater Dallas, Texas area. Going to be at the uh, home of the Cowboys there, AT&T Stadium. Another massive event here as WWE will try to draw over 100,000 people in Texas coming up this spring, a huge, huge weekend. It is reportedly expected to be uh, a two-night affair, uh, and that has not been confirmed yet officially. Oh, it has. It has. Is that, oh, that is official. Yeah, is WWE official. put that out last week that it's going to be That was last week with the pay-per-view schedule, right? Yeah. Yep. So we're getting two nights of WrestleMania. Getting a lot uh, of Saturday pay-per-views next year, too. A lot of Saturday pay-per-views, which some people are a fan of. People with Giving kids the fans are, what they want, baby. Yes. Comedians who are trying to book Fridays and Saturdays are not, not particularly a fan of 
Uh, Paul, has, uh, Paul is here. Is the Undertaker on his way to back? I wonder if he has one last match possibly left him. Uh, Undertaker versus Bray Wyatt. So people, you know, throwing it out there here. There's, there's a lot wrong with that uh, with that sentence right there. Yeah, <laughs> we'll, we'll get into it here. But the Undertaker is a part of one of the many, many names that'll be a part of this on sale event, which will also include Big E, several tag teams, a lot of different people going to be appearing at this coming up here in the first week in November. Yeah, okay. If they want to use him in this capacity to try to sell tickets, fine. <laughs> Have at it. Uh, the only time I ever need to see him on my actual WWE programming again is when he gets uh, uh, inducted into the Hall of Fame, which should be next year. In, in fact, I would put him in a Hall of Fame class all by himself. You don't need to trot out seven other people. Just dedicate the entire Hall of Fame ceremony who the undertaker could you imagine like trying to do a ceremony like they did where they cut everybody's speeches down to two minutes trying to do a two-minute induction ceremony screw that no all to the dead man he is the main and sole inductee into the uh 2022 wwe hall of fame class and i and uh don't get me wrong here jeremy i think you could sell it an arena on an undertaker hall of fame induction right oh yeah easily and you know this is again this is more of a local thing uh for people that are in dallas uh, people are not gonna tr well, maybe maybe people will travel who knows i mean it's worth noting to, this is to this see is, undertaker this is a big uh, wwe wrestlemania on sale party wednesday november 10th uh, this will be at 5.30 local time in Texas. Those tickets go on sale, though, to the general public November 12th. Yeah. So if you're in the general Texas area, you're in Dallas, you're in Houston, and you really want WrestleMania tickets, this might be worth the trip up to get, you know, and you get some autographs with some people. Rhea Ripley, Nikki Ash going to be there, Street Profits, Drop, Dana Brooke, uh, Big E, and The and Undertaker. Is, and this is a smart thing. I know a lot of people come in from out of town, but let's be honest. The majority of those ticket sales for WrestleMania are going to come from people that are in Dallas or in the state of Texas. So this is a uh, a really, really smart move on, on WWE's part. Again, if they want to use The Undertaker uh, in, in this kind of capacity to use him for, for PR purposes. Hell, the guy was in Saudi Arabia and didn't appear on a crown jewel pay-per-view if that shows you that taker is never going to be used on wwe programming again I, I i don't know what else would all right so this is this is where wwe's role uh excuse me the undertaker's role in wwe is going to be moving forward and that's that's, yeah. that's what it should be even he has said now look i can't give you the taker of old and i don't want to leave you with bad impressions yeah and, and also like you know the match he had with styles where they hit any weaknesses he had was awesome it was yeah. just like, Perfect. It was easily one of the best things WWE did there during the pandemic era. It's the cinematic match that everything's kind of judged on. Yeah. You do those styles of matches and it was well worth it, man. It was very, yeah. very special. I love And that, that's the only time you're ever going to see Undertaker in any kind of wrestling capacity again is something like that. And then again, it's like, does the Undertaker want to do that again? That took eight hours to film. Well, you know what we got, what a 15 minute, 20 minute match with that uh, AJ Styles thing that took eight hours to do. Does he want to do that again? Uh, you know, it, it's I, I hard think, to you know, you had the big send off for him inside the Thunderdome. Granted, you know, it was inside the Thunderdome. And I know a lot that of needs to be in front of fans. I, yeah. I get it. And that's where the Hall of Fame induction comes. Exactly. In. But yeah. again, you, you look at the comment section, which again, sound off, guys. There's a lot of people who think differently than I do. Shocker. They want to see The Undertaker back for uh, another match. Maybe they want him to have that one final match uh, in front of people. But yeah, um, but realistically, I don't think he can physically do it anymore. I don't think he thinks he can physically do it. Anymore. No, I, I just don't think it's physically possible for him. I mean, you don't want to end up in the cycle that 
like Goldberg did, where Goldberg like literally is going out there and like, okay, I got th- this is going to be a good match. Now this one's going to be a good match. He actually put on a pretty decent match with Bobby Lashley in Saudi Arabia. He's got one left, so let's see if he can go out on a high note. But I'm yeah. I'm, 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 I'm ranting off on another subject. Carlos Jr. is saying, good good to hear about the dead man. Where is WrestleMania 38 next year? It's going to be in Dallas, Texas, yeah. in Arlington, Texas, to be specific, mm-hmm. home of the Cowboys. Uh, already some other wrestling events, not WWE related, are going to be there for WrestleMania week. Ring of Honor, who says says they're going to have a super card of honor in Texas, uh, mm-hmm. but they are shutting down until then. Uh, and there is some talk of Impact having some type of event that weekend in the greater Texas area, but no confirmation from them. Yeah, uh, that is what we know right now. Undertaker part of this big event uh, coming up Wednesday, November 10th. General on sale for WrestleMania is November 15th. Uh, this will be the first of uh, many not just first of many, one of many uh, stadium events that WWE is doing. They've expanded their stadium portfolio quite a bit. Uh, they're going to do every single one of their major four pay-per-views in, in almost all three of the four in a major stadium setting. Plus, so pretty, plus money in the bank. Plus money in the bank is going to be at the uh, Allegiant Stadium in Texas. Mm-hmm. Uh, excuse me, uh, in, in Nevada. I'm all over the place here. want to get to our next topic here before we uh, lose you here. Uh, engage with the show if you haven't done already. We do this every single weekday, Monday through Friday, the top story. Join us after Monday at Raw with Vince Russo, bro. bro. He has a new episode of Writing with Russo uh, with I, and I found very, very entertaining, in which he kind of clarified this whole Tony Khan uh, from AEW, Eric Bischoff, uh, War of Words. And he clarifies what he really thinks this is. Uh, and it's quite entertaining. Go check that out. It's up on the channel now. Subscribe to uh, our Sports Gear YouTube channel up now as well. Dutch Mantel joining Rick and Sid on Friday nights after Rampage and SmackDown. We're going to talk about these SmackDown numbers here in a second. Yeah, mm-hmm. real quick. One final note on The Undertaker. He is from Houston. So if you're going to induct him solely into the into the Hall of Fame, doing it in Dallas. I know Dallas and Houston kind of bit apart, but at least his home state of Texas. Oh, yeah. Would be a good spot to do it for sure. He can't guarantee you're going to be in you know Houston in a few years. No. And do it, you know. Do it now. Yeah, <laughs> and this is yeah, Why this wait? is gonna be your this is gonna be your first true uh, Hall of Fame ceremony since 2019. So yeah. you know it, it's almost everything lines up to have him as uh, at least in the Hall of Fame, if not the sole member of the Hall of Fame. Like Rick said, they should do it that way. I don't know if they will. And and you know, <clears throat> God bless everything holding together. And COVID it doesn't continue to be an issue and capacity limits. Uh, and more vaccination, you know, hopefully people come around to that and all those different things or quarantining and all those different things that people need to do. Uh, this is going to be an event you're going to have to get tested for. You're going to have to do all those different things you had to do to get into other things. Uh, but a hotter ticket. I think WrestleMania this year will be a hotter ticket just because people know they'll be able to get more tickets. Yeah. There'll be a little bit more of a built-in demand there. Uh, let's get into this other story here. AEW and WWE succeed in the cable, cable ratings on Friday. Uh, D- Fox Sports continuing to buffer SmackDown off of the network signal of Fox, putting them onto cable, putting them into some conflict there, or at least near conflict, with AEW Rampage. AEW Rampage tends to take that number one spot if they don't have a major sports conflict. They tend to get that number one spot, or at least within that area. Well, this week, they didn't get the number one spot. Uh, They didn't get it. They got in the top five. What are the numbers, Jeremy, of AEW SmackDown and AEW in non-direct competition? But don't let people on the internet argue about it, right? They they don't let them not argue about it. Yeah, What's let's not let's not talk about it. These are completely two different time slots, either. Uh, <laughs> but uh, during uh, Friday Friday on cable, uh, NBA took the top two spots. Number three 
SmackDown. So SmackDown. Uh, Rick, Rick, nice... wake, wake up, wake up, Rick. Oh, I'm sorry. Rick, Rick's falling out. He's falling asleep. Are, are, we talking talking, about are we still talking about ratings? Yeah, we're talking about ratings, buddy. Okay, wake me up when we're done. Okay. All right. <laughs> uh, according to Brandon Thurston of WrestleNomics, uh, SmackDown drew over a million on uh, Friday on FS1, which was up from their uh, 866,000 on the previous week. And Rampage also had an increase at 623,000, which was up from 533. Uh, both of those in the top five with SmackDown third overall on cable and Rampage at five overall on cable. So both pretty highly successful with uh, the amount of competition they had. I mean, yeah. this is just an example of SmackDown is a show that draws in casual fans. I mean, you're talking about that overall viewership and now you're, you're talking real margins here. These are not, these are not, Oh, they beat them by this much or they beat them by that. No, they, they beat them by a significant amount. There was no direct conflict. Oh, well they won the demo in this 15 minute window. This isn't me apologizing for WWE or anything like that. Mm -hmm. I, I don't think AEW positions itself to go head to head with WWE. I think WWE no. wants to go head to head with them and show that they're number one and show that they're number one in a certain genre. Rick, your take. I, 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 I me and SP3 uh, on Smack Talk a couple weeks ago when, when they did that big head to head and AEW, they, they won when they went head to head and, and Ruby Soho and the bunny beat Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns, even though they lost by 300,000 viewers overall. Um, you know, I, I've expressed this. I hate the whole rating system. And Jeremy, this is, you know, or excuse me, Kev, you know me yeah. from a ratings driven business. I work in radio full time. My life is ratings. Uh, I work had, in radio as well. Yeah, so, I know. Yeah, I've had yeah. to spin the numbers to, to sell before. This is why I hate work and sales. Um, I, I hate the entire rating system. I don't think that it should be public. Uh, no, just like I don't think uh, athlete contracts should be public because all it does is create vitriol and chaos. Um, and I, I frankly, I don't care about the ratings. One, one iota. I want both companies to do well. But Rick, let's well. be frank here. If cool. you're AEW, do you care about those ratings? You, see, here's the thing. If you're the companies themselves, yeah, sure you do. Mm. You do, but they should especially be the demo. Yeah, but. Even the demo, I will argue against you. All right. You yeah, can't no, sit there and tell I, me that only money that matters is 18 to 49. Yeah. You can't tell me that with the amount of times I've seen Doug Flutie and Frank Thomas try to sell me dick pills. All right. Those <laughs> are those aren't for 19 to 49 year olds. So you can't sit there and tell me, oh, well, the advertisers really only care about you're telling me 55 year old dudes don't go to Burger King. Like, come on, man. This the, the whole or women or women don't or buy this. these things. Yeah, because that's, that's a male. That's a male demo too. Sure. So I mean, that's another product. thing I think people don't recognize either. It's just what the it's just what the neg it's just what the network targets and what the network is sure. looking for. I think these numbers should be used internally uh, mm. for educational purposes and informative purposes, and you can converse them with your advertisers and work. Don't tell whatever, the internet what they don't want to hear for whatever <laughs> reason. But I don't think they should be public because, guys, it, it doesn't matter in my life. Who has a higher rating? I hope both companies do well because competition will make a better product for each company, or at least that's it, the hope. It, it matters in the it, it matters in the tribalism arguments because those will never uh, end. I hate those. <laughs> CRC, who's always with us. Thank you, CRC. You're one of our guys. I appreciate you, buddy. He goes, Rick and Sid's promo against each other uh two weeks ago was fire. I don't know if it was really story. a promo. It was more of just an argument, as yeah. as you always see on Twitter. Oh, no, nothing but love. <laughs> nothing but love. You know, we're, we're like, uh, you know, 
Follow, if you want to see more fire, just follow those two on Twitter. Yeah, we're well, we, we try not to overload the Twitter thing, but there's there's one thing about Sid, right? He always has to have the last word. Yes. And that's uh, what really drives those conversations to go further yes. and further and further and further and further. He also changes his argument mid-argument. So when he's defeated, he starts arguing about something else and then claims that he's winning. I so believe that strategy is called deflection. Yes. Yeah, he deflects a lot. So we'll throw one last thing in on those, which is the demo. Uh, both pretty close in the demo. SmackDown did a .29, and Rampage did a .25. Cool. Good for I, I. I'm glad for them. I'm glad for them. And I, I think the the better thing about this is that we can we can say about the genre in general. This isn't me just trying to you know toe the line and be in between everything here. Is they're up against NBA? So yeah, it's, it's really rearing up here. Yeah, and it's pretty cool that it's pretty cool to see both products increase on the worst night on television with the World Series and the NBA, you know. Yeah. And <laughs> some college football, you know, and, and college football and all these different things and WWE yeah, that's a good time. WWE doing over a million on FS1 by itself is miraculous, but doing it up against NBA and the World Series, getting bumped for the World Series, uh, mm -hmm. that especially when you're talking about uh, a market like Houston uh, being in the World Series, that's a top five market. If we want to break down you know, all the demo numbers and everything, um, you know that that that's a win for WWE. It, it absolutely is. And you know AEW ten o'clock at night on a Friday, if they do anything close to those kind of numbers, good for them. Yeah, when everybody won, everybody won. Just calm the hell down. Yeah, but come on, no, we need to beat someone. We someone needs to. Be we need tribalism. We need to argue. It's the internet. <laughs> I will argue about how ratings are dumb until the end of time, or arguing about ratings is dumb until the end of time. I'll argue that. Well, yeah. it does. It does seem odd that the internet was really quiet when the brand that they wanted to win or the brand that they wanted to wave a flag for didn't win. So why are the why is everyone not tweeting about these numbers apparently? Oh, 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 oh we got a super chat from Rick's favorite guy. <laughs> hey, yeah, he wants to go. Hey, Rick, he spent he spent two dollars to spend, send this message to you, Rick. How about them Bengals? You <sighs> see, Bearcats number two in the AP <laughs> deflection, and, deflection, and, and they were struggling with <laughs> Tulane for a while there for hey, a minute. I, I have had a. I'm not gonna go into it. I have had a bad week all right yeah. that did not do me any favor so no. i'm not gonna talk about the cincinnati bengals right now all right i'm just i'm just not oh by the way as jose brings up uh here's more deflection uh, they did those numbers without roman reigns on the show yeah Ooh, too good, yeah. good no shout out to abdullah who's watching from qatar thank you so much abdullah shout out if you're watching for the first time tell us where you guys are watching from we love getting all of our international viewers thank you to everyone who enjoyed the podcast version of the show the audio podcast version of the show charting this past week again in Great Britain, Canada, the United States, the Philippines, and Australia, all in the top 200 on the Apple Wrestling Podcast chart. We were number three in all of sports on Philippines uh, uh, Apple Podcast Ooh. chart. So thank you so much for that. That's fantastic. Yeah, Kev might be up for mayor in one of those in in one of those cities. <laughs> I will. I will. I will be happy to run for mayor in a small uh philippine town re de regional town small let's I'll be, start I'll the be campaign let's I, start I, the I, campaign i want to run for mayor in one of these small towns that like where the incumbent is a dog yeah. <laughs> that's what i want to do well mr mr Rotina, we we really don't we aren't really a town you don't have to run against the dog Wolf. i mean mr Wolf. whiskers he's no, been our I just mascot wanna, i just want to do it for the debate I want to. I, I want to. I want to run in a town where I want to run in a town where the incumbent is Kane. 
<laughs> Knox <laughs> County. There we go. Jeremy Bennett for office here. Uh, we got people watching from Springfield, Missouri, loving it, loving here. Uh, let's get into this conversation. I got to work a very, very awesome tournament this past weekend, the AAW Jim mm-hmm. Lina Memorial Tournament, Friday and Saturday. A who's who was on this tournament. Mance Warner, just out fresh out of his contract with MLW. Josh Alexander uh, recently won the MPEC World Championship. Only had it for a little bit, but he had it. All right. We had also a Daniel Garcia from AEW on this tournament. It was awesome. And Matt Fitchett won this thing. The, the gunslinger has assumed his role as top dog in AAW. And this was absolutely fantastic. I loved it. It was a great tournament. Uh, Mance Warner on the tournament, uh, even on Saturday, uh, setting up some business down the line with Ring of Honor surprise. He was not scheduled to appear. He was not marketed to appear. Silas Young. So we have a lot of talent from Ring of Honor hitting the market. Mm-hmm. And one of those talents that hit the market was Dan Housen. Uh, Dan Housen's still under contract with many other Ring of Honor talents. Through uh, the end of the year, they will do the final battle pay-per-view. All of the talents have been released, and they will do uh, they kind of reorganize the company basically as a super indie and, and then bring it back. Television not going away. I've learned that from sources at Sinclair Broadcasting that the, the Sinclair Broadcasting Group still intends to broadcast Ring of Honor Wrestling throughout this entire paused period mm. next year. Uh, which is inter- which was very odd when I got that email today. Are they going to just load up? Were- Are they just loading up on tapings like uh, Impact? I didn't used to get do? any other details, but I was told Ring of Honor content will continue to air on on Sinclair broadcasting stations at this time through the early part of 2022. Hmm. There is no change. That is what I that is what I was told by someone who has intimate knowledge of the situation. So I was like, oh wow, and I couldn't get any other details, and they said they couldn't say anything else. So I was like, all right, thank you, I appreciate that. And so it's inter- it's very odd to see that scenario play out here. Uh, now, here's the thing. Guys are hitting the indies really hard. These guys are already doing it. Dan Housen, Mance Warner in the same ring on the same show for Next Gen Red- uh, Wrestling on Halloween. Both suffer pretty severe leg injuries. I could put them yeah. on the shelf for a significant period of time. Give me the details, Jeremy. Uh, first off on Dan Housen, uh, he had tweeted from the hospital on Halloween night uh, that uh, Dan Housen has a broken tibia and fibia. And is sure Dave Doctor is trying to take Dan Housen's sack some money. If you'd like to help Dan Housen, curse buy a them. T-shirt. <laughs> no, no. Well, first curse them. You're yeah. cursed. Uh, very nice, very evil. Uh, but then curse them. Uh, and uh, uh, Mance Warner uh, also um, was injured at the same event. Uh, it's see here. He was facing a dirty Dango, who you know as Fawn Dango. And uh, I think uh, Mance's was not confirmed, but possibly a knee injury, but nothing confirmed on that. Uh, with Danhausen, Tibia, and Fibia, I mean, it all depends on how it heals. It could be two months. It could be longer. So that's uh, kind of up in the air uh, for that. But obviously, uh, you know, with his contract being up, he, you know, he's a guy that doesn't have to be in the ring. For- oh, no. An M- for an impact or or an AEW to no, sign, he, he he can do the cut the promos things and be goofy. And he could do like the he could do the he could do the introduction to Danhausen for the people that don't know uh, that he's very nice and very evil. Where, wherever uh, he goes, right, he should not wrestle for three or four months mm, anyway. Yeah, it should be a a massive build up this is a guy who has a major cult following and like this <laughs> like the second that this news broke about you know uh ring of honor last year or last week um he was that guy that was popping up all over the place it says hey, yeah. look, somebody needs to hop on this guy whether it's wwe whether it's impact whether it's uh you know aew whomever um i i would i would hope it's not 
WWE because let's no. be honest, WWE. He's so, going to end up chasing the twenty four seven title. For dude, somebody in the ch- somebody in the can, top he story that he can make that into something. Somebody in the top story chat said that exact same thing last week that he would just be in the twenty four seven chase constantly. I, yeah, um, I, I also think he's one of those one of those guys that can make something like that special. He's a yeah. comedic. Character. He's got. Uh, some of it. Some of his better friends are. He's got good friends in Impact. He's got good. He's got good friends in Impact with Cardona and Myers. He's got good friends in AEW with uh, Ethan Page. So I, I'm thinking uh, it's going to be one of those two. I I would think AEW would be. You know, even though you you like to say you, you hate to say it as the de facto, but uh, it is a, a lot de facto. of facto. It is, and I it is. And, and it isn't always the answer because I don't think Braun Strowman's going to go there. But uh, you know, I think Danhausen would fit best in AEW as opposed to Impact because it would his he's already got a cult following, and he could he could just explode that popularity with being on uh, national television, a bigger range as opposed to what Impact has right now. Yeah. Uh, it's also worth noting about Mance Warner here. You know, this is a guy who's been wanting out of his MLW <clears throat> deal publicly since December. He's finally out of it and then has this injury like a couple of days later. Yeah, you know? and they and they uh does he still have the tag titles in GCW or no the, or did the Briscoes take them? Briscoes have those titles. Okay, so yeah, him and uh Injustice were the tag champs in GCW. So yeah. It'll be an, an interesting scenario to see how these talents fall. I can tell you from being in a locker room with a lot of people that wrestle for major televised companies, I'm not off the record conversations. This was the talk of the business. And this is, and I was told this will be the talk of the business well into the first part of next year. Oh yeah. I've already, I've already seen, I already seen ROH wrestlers get into it with random fans, which I'm surprised they even acknowledge some of these people, but like I've seen, I've seen Shane Taylor get into it with some people I've seen, um, I can't remember who else, but I saw Shane Taylor was one I saw first off. But um, there's a lot of talent in that in, in, that was in that locker room that has, you know, uh, that is very young. You know, you know, Jonathan Gresham is probably the the top talent in there. Danhausen's probably the biggest overall draw in terms of marketability. Then you got guys like Shane Taylor. You got guys like you got veterans like Jay Lethal. So it's, not even now. Hey, you, hey, you talk about the major. You talk the major Latin American talents you have in there, and Rouge, mm-hmm. Bandito. Uh, you know, Bandito already lined up some big dates here. You have a lot of people. They're going to be get a lot of offers at them coming up here. Very. I mean, a lot of people might want to pair them up with Andrade. Yeah, Go ahead, Rick. Get in there, buddy. Don't forget the revamped women's division. Like they yeah. brought in Maria Canellis, and she completely revamped this thing. They just crowned a nineteen-year-old, you know, Ring of Honor women's champion. First time they've had that belt in in over a year. And they did a great job assembling all this talent in the women's division, and now yeah. they're free as well. Yeah, because like I, I know Sean Ross Sapp has reported that AEW had talks with Roxy. Yeah, uh, recently mm-hmm. before the the deal. Uh, yeah, she was brought in potentially to do some extra work, uh, and then once a Ring of Honor deal happened, then they were approached directly about a deal, and so. So when everyone says, oh, AEW's, no, they work the same way. Oh, they're going to mm-hmm. sign them up. Then we got to get them too. you know, let's see if we can get an offer in there. Uh, I just did a video today. This will be dropping this week about people that Triple H tried to get deals with before uh, they went somewhere else. Uh, and it's kind of entertaining in a sense of what could have been, you know. So uh, I think it's now what is going to be, you know, what is going to happen with the Briscoes? Are they going to be an act that shows up in AEW? What is going to happen with a Shane Taylor, who I think would be custom made for the WWE? I think he'd be a perfect uh, big man to work in WWE in that style. Uh, a Rock C, who 19 years old, has that title around her waist. 
uh, proverbially could be the last ROH women's champion for the foreseeable future. And then what happens to Ring of Honor after this? They yeah. they say they're going to relaunch in April. Uh, a lot of people are holding themselves to that. I can tell you from talking to people at Sinclair, there is intentions for this to still remain on the air. And they have a lot of content. You know, they have a lot of content that they can still air this with. And then we hear the tape library is up, up for sale. So yeah, where is that going to That's the thing that makes me go, okay, yeah, but if they're putting up their entire tape library up for the, uh, you know, up to the highest bidder, that doesn't sound to me that that's a company that plans on coming. Yeah. Out. Yeah. But I mean, if they have the broadcast rights to this thing, that could be different. That could be just streaming right. rights. You know, like also it's worth noting, why did this happen now? Um, Ring of Honor did the honorable thing, for lack of a better phrase, by employing people through the pandemic and playing, paying them their full <laughs> contracts, running no shows, uh, running no pay-per-views, for, running no fans. They were the first ones to do quarantining and testing. AEW was doing testing, but it's unclear whether or not they were quarantining people. WWE was uh, soon following suit by that and, you know, did what was the right thing, and they did it. So, But ROH was the first to do that and paid people and paid Ring them of Honor the, full, did... the full contract. Ring of Honor did a lot of things right uh, during mm-hmm. the pandemic, and yeah, it's 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 an unfortunate that uh, you know at the end of the tunnel, this is what happens. Let's jump right into it. It is the Rock's 25th anniversary month of his debut in WWE. WWE rolling this out here on social media this week, beginning a month long celebration of everything The Rock. Uh, of course, they're pushing this as a big, big push here for Peacock. And it's another reminder of just how much WWE has. They, if, if you want to see anything with The Undertaker, you got to go to WWE. If you want to see The Rock, Austin, you got to go to WWE. Uh, and of course, a lot of people think this leads to something at Survivor Series, which is a few weeks away. And there was many, many mixed reports that The Rock would be a part of it. Now it seems like that's not going to happen or it's up in the air. He'll be filming Young Rock, the second season of his NBC show, also in the NBC family here with Peacock. He'll be doing that in Australia. Uh, There is talks that The Rock will have some, whether physical or non-physical, pre-taped something on Survivor Series. Now speaking of a satellite. What do you think of Rock Vember? Rock Vember. What do you think of Rock Vember, dude? What do you think? First off, they should just rename the entire network P-Rock uh, for the next month. Uh, I think that's what they should do. Uh, change the logo just to the to the silhouette of this uh, and just, uh, you know, mix all the colors in there. No, look, if you can't get the Rock for Survivor Series, this is the this is the perfect way to do it. You know, you have you have this platform on it. This is a guy that everybody loves. The most electrifying man in all of sports entertainment. Um, this is a guy who's still beloved. A lot of people, a lot of younger generations know him more as an actor than they do a wrestler, uh, these days. So it'd be a nice way of, of having a, a rock feature. I would hope that they do this on, um, you know, have a, a feature on, on raw and on SmackDown and on NXT every week and just kind of remind just moments, just fun great, moments, just reminding yeah, you, reminding yeah. you how great the great one truly was and how bad the current product actually is <laughs> <laughs> at the same so, uh, time, Jeremy, uh, what do you think? Um, I, I think it doesn't I, matter what you think. Jeremy. I'm sorry, I had to. Ooh. I had to. Somebody had to take set it. Some, that up on somebody a had to take. Somebody had to get one. All right, get yeah. in there, Jeremy. No, I I think it's great because I mean that this is where The Rock debuted is Survivor Series 25 years ago with that uh, that that uh, baby face that everybody hated. Um, which then you know, hey, it, it turned into better things at least, and uh, so we'll see 25 years of those better things. I honestly. With uh, the Rock schedule, I honestly don't think they're setting up Reigns this year. I think they're going to save it for Hollywood. 
Yeah, he's been wishy-washy about that. He's talked, Reigns has talked about it in the press a handful of times and has alluded, I thought, oh, I think it'd be better if we did it in LA the next year. Um, but they got it. I, they've done the year-to-year thing with The Rock and he's a big enough name where you could tease it a year out. They did it mm-hmm. before and it proved to be big box office for them. As much as people were very critical of WWE doing that, the 2011 and 2012 time was a big boom for WWE. That, like, And Rock being there was a huge part of that. Uh, and him coming back to his audience and saying, I want to be, I want to remind you that I'm a wrestling star again is a big part of it. Uh, it is a match you have to do it. I th- it is a match I think people have anticipated too long. It's been alluded to too many times. You've built up this bloodline thing, you've built up this family thing. Can you keep Roman Reigns that hot that long, though? I think that's worth that's worth questioning here. Can you keep the title on him into 2023 without yeah. fans just giving up on it? It doesn't uh, need the title. That doesn't that match doesn't yeah, need it doesn't need the title though. No, but I mean no. keep the title on him as the tribal chief. Keep him that hot. Keep him that anticipated. Well, they don't really have a choice because there's nobody on SmackDown who's taking that belt off of him anytime soon. Uh the only the only guy they have in the entire roster um right now that can even challenge him on SmackDown is Drew McIntyre, and they are slowly starting to put some wins back <clears> on <throat> him yeah. because heading into SmackDown, heading into the draft, he was losing. Okay. Match after match after match. He's one of those big wins that Big E just uh, had a few minutes ago. So um, they got to rebuild up Drew McIntyre here a little bit. They got their Survivor Series pay-per-view before he's going to have to defend the title again. So he's not going to defend. He's not going to have to defend the title until day one, New Year's Day uh, in Atlanta. So they have time to build up a new challenger for him. But I don't see anybody on the SmackDown roster that's taking that belt away from him anytime no. soon. No. But the risk you run here of not doing this matchup if you can do it, which it it's probably not going to happen. It seems like they're setting up for Roman versus Brock Lesnar. The thing you, you run into here is the longer you put it off, the more risk you take of this bad boy never happening. You yeah. can you best laid plans. If this goes down at WrestleMania 39, which would be in Hollywood, right? So we got 38 coming up in Dallas, 39s in Hollywood. The Rock will be 50 at that point. Now, exactly. granted, The Rock is still in fantastic shape he's in better shape now than he was in the ring but we've heard kurt angle talk about this when kurt angle took time away from being in the ring it was the worst thing for him it was the worst thing for him your body starts to to solidify right like he said he wasn't as flexible he couldn't move as well it's like his body just turned into hell i talked to john moxley a few weeks ago this is a guy who actually competes every week he has to do an hour warm-up routine just to loosen up his body so he can go out there and wrestle because he's that banged up. John Moxley ain't anywhere near as old as The Rock right now. Uh, so it, it would be really, really tough for The Rock to come in here and put on one of those classic Rock show-stopping matchups. Now, a guy like Roman Reigns could carry him here for a little bit, but then we're talking about same kind of thing with what we were talking about with The Undertaker. Do you really want The Rock to come back and, and put on a match that leaves a bad taste in your mouth? Yeah, he's not a guy who would want to expose himself like that. Yeah, yeah. And then I don't who know. knows? Maybe he gets another big movie deal, and then he can't do it in in twenty twenty three. And then you're like, "What? Can well, all right? Well, we'll see you when you're fifty five, I guess." I don't know. <laughs> uh, Anthony has a question. Kevin, do you see all four members of Shane Taylor Promotions? That's a big faction in ROH uh, getting signed at the same time, or just Shane Taylor, like and the Khan brothers? I don't know. Uh, these people are going to be divvied up quite a bit. You know, the, a lot of people are going to go different places. This is going to be a huge injection. Also, you see a lot of these talents on the independents. If you are not going to independent wrestling shows, you should start soon. Uh, I'm not saying I see a big boom in independent wrestling, but I can tell you from being at shows this weekend, people want to go. They want to buy multiple tickets. They want to buy merch. 
They want to see big TV stars mix with all those underground stars. They want a mixture of different talent. You throw a bunch of ROH talent on shows like this, that's going to happen as well. Gentlemen, uh, we're going to be quite busy here. They can follow you all on the Twitter machines at Rick Uchino, at JB Huskers uh, for, for Jeremy. You can follow well, we, me at Capcom. We, we, we had the thing. Where, where's we had the, the thing? thing? Where's the thing? Where's the thing here? Throw the thing up here. That, there we are. The there it is. With the yeah, and if you haven't done already, go ahead and follow as well. Uh, you can follow at SK Wrestling underscore. We're on Snapchat. We've got a pretty popular Snapchat right now. Instagram as well. Check out our content there as well. Subscribe to the podcast. All those good things. Join us tonight after Monday Night Raw. What is Vince Russo going to say, bro? It's going to have a lot to say, and you're going to be able to watch it live. It's going to be tonight after Monday Night Raw or catch it on demand in the podcast feed or on the YouTube channels. All those good things here. Let's jump right into it here. Thank you guys so much. Enjoy the show. Enjoy what else, gentlemen? Tribalism, bro. <laughs> enjoy tribalism. How about you enjoy wrestling, period? Yeah. 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 <laughs>